0: estate planning made easy this is the strong room on 770 chqr a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 chqr Back with you on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. We're talking about caregiving and about the potential for elder abuse today. Henry Villanueva has seen a lot of examples of both in his work with clients at McMillan Estate Planning. His thoughts reflect Macmillan's long-held view that everyone, but especially those with considerable wealth and assets, need to have a plan in place to cover the what-ifs that are a part of life. That plan needs to take the caregiver into account.
1: These are individuals who basically take time away from their lives taking care of their immediate family and they're doing that to take care of us and our families. Uh, We recognize the sacrifice they're going through and um, that they're doing this not just for the financial compensation but hopefully because they care for us as well. Uh, As a matter of fact, Based on studies, there are about six hundred to 700,000 caregivers in Alberta of a population of nearly about plus or minus 4 million. In that particular case, we can easily know the significance uh, that these individuals play in our lives, especially at this time where we recognize uh, the baby boomers are coming into play.
0: And we have, in some cases, diminished capacity on the part of the person that at the center of all of this, some care is benevolent and, and some care may uh, unfortunately include uh, some form of duress or at least some possibility that a caregiver is taking advantage of a particular person.
1: That is correct, Peter. And just coming from the legal background, uh, we have three personal planning documents. The will that kicks in upon us passing. We have the power of attorney and the personal directive, and these kick in upon us losing mental capacity. And as a matter of fact, based on the studies that I've read and cases uh, of adults aged 85 years old and above, 20% will actually activate those powers of attorneys and personal directives. And as a matter of fact, with these personal directives and powers of attorneys being activated, there's a need as well for care. And in this particular case, care doesn't only come from the agent appointed in the personal directive or the attorney appointed in the power of attorney, This also comes by ways of family members, relatives, friends, and also hired help. And what we want to make sure in these instances is that this help and care is that which we expect it to be. And I'll give you a case study from one of the families that we deal with. We, Macmillan Estate Planning, has acted as power of attorney for uh, a really nice uh, senior lady who's lost capacity. And what we did as an organization is provide a caring caregiver for her. And we get regular reports from the caregiver and the independent or um, assisted living facility. And part of that statement is basically how her money was spent. And we would giggle in the office when we see that the lady who's being cared for eats quite a lot of ice cream And, you know, we wink at each other and smile because this old lady couldn't eat, you know, this much ice cream in a day, let alone three or four times in a week. And we know that it is the caregiver, maybe, who is eating and buying this ice cream and just sharing a little bit with her. But part of it is that we know that caregivers have access to money of the person they're caring for, especially if that person has lost capacity. But in this particular case, you want to make sure that the bigger things are not overlooked. As long as the caregiver is taking care of our client and making sure that she's safe and she has a happy disposition each day, we don't mind the ice cream. And as a matter of fact, you know we would appreciate that the caregiver be happy as well. Because if you have a happy caregiver, then you minimize the risk of elder abuse.
0: What else can we talk about with respect to making sure that the caregiver provides that kind of uh, personal care but doesn't take advantage of the situation?
1: You always have to acknowledge that first and foremost, this is a job for the caregiver. And he or she must act professionally in that particular capacity. You must look at this independent first before any other way. And how do you make sure that you minimize this seemingly awkward situation of elder abuse? You have to make sure that the family members, the kids and relatives monitor the caregiver and there is also a check and balance with what he or she is doing. Never allow your caregiver to um, act for the elder by himself or herself always make sure that there's checks and balance, always make sure that he or she is reporting in a certain manner whatsoever because the absence of uh, reporting or the absence of accountability breeds their intention to have an opportunity to, uh, to be abusive. So what do you do in that particular case? You make sure that they're providing reports. You make sure that you do physical, actual inspections and surprise inspections as well. While the caregiver is taking care of the elder person, go to the facility. Visit and see what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. Check in with their neighbors and other caregivers. Ask for their opinion. Basically, act as a private investigator but assume that nothing is wrong and just be prudent and diligent. Investigate. Ask the facility. Ask friends. But the best way to make sure that uh, elder abuse is prevented is take some time to spend with the elder person who's being cared of, him or herself. Inspect him and make sure that he is um, happy and see how his reaction is when he is with a caregiver as well because that will tell a story as well.
0: So if there is... If there is fear involved, then that's a uh, that's a red flag. If there is uh, disinterest involved, that's probably a red flag. Um, I think your point about checks and balances and and uh, trust but verify is pretty interesting,
1: definitely. Also, it's very um interesting as well to take into consideration the doctor's perspective. The doctor, we assume, has an unbiased interest in what is best for the elder. And the doctor, most often than not, also asks the caregiver and the family members their opinion of um, their patient. And in this particular case, you will also be able to get an evaluation from the doctor regarding any wink, wink, bruises or scratches that that elder person may have.
0: Do you find in your experience that the caregiver is often the person who holds the power of attorney?
1: It depends on the situation, Peter. Most often than not, the power of attorney is the children of um, the parent or of the elder, And what the children do is they appoint or hire a full-time or part-time caregiver to act as a nurse because they can't um, do it themselves due to restrictions of time and because they have to live their lives as well. But in certain instances where the children are of a certain age where they themselves are retired and able to take care of their parents, they always do that.
0: And of course, sometimes uh, children don't live in the same locale as the parent, who's being cared for and so you're having to monitor remotely, as it were, from a distance, uh, which isn't always the best scenario.
1: That is correct, Peter. That It's very challenging if uh, the power of attorney is uh, far away from the caregiver because uh, there needs to be further measures to monitor. However, there are also instances from our experience at Macmillan Estate Planning where the children bring in the elder parents to live with them in their house. And they get free daycare because the grandparents love to take care of their grandkids. And at the same time, uh, the children are able to watch and make sure that mom and dad's health are uh, in good order.
0: So a plan to wear out a popular theme is certainly in order for however this story unfolds.
1: We always look at ourselves as Superman and Superwoman, and we will live long and we will never get sick or get to the point where uh, we need diapers. However, we do believe that it's very smart for you to look ahead and think of what ifs. And in thinking and preparing for these what ifs, you will have a better sense of security and peace of mind that should something happen to you in the future unexpectedly or should your health decline significantly, you know that you will be taken care of in a certain manner to which you are accustomed to and a manner in which you expect to be treated.
0: Macmillan Estate Planning Legal Counsel, Henry Villanueva. That's our show for this week. Contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 or go online to macmillanestate.com. You've been listening to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.